When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in. It's 11 personnel. We are throughout. We made it. We are here at the NFL draft. Thanks to our good pals at Monticello Bank. Monticello Bank will go wherever you go, whether it's to the NFL draft in Kansas City. Or maybe the cats watch them play in Lexington, wherever you need to go. I'm going to be Derby next week. I'll bring Marcel Bank with me with the Go NBC app. 128 years of service. Making for the people. 21 locations. 14, 21 branches in 14 different areas. They'll bank wherever you bank, where people matter. And we're guys, we're football members. We're the football guys. I'm Nick Roush, he's Adam Luckett. And uh, I know you're fired up. First NFL draft is here. You made it. We haven't been here long, but can you feel the buzz? Is it palpable? The jingle's just been playing in my head all, all week, really. <laughs> so just really excited to kind of go out there and just experience the event. Mm -hmm. and, you know, you've, I, you've been there before. I know it's going to be a lot different than you. It's going to be different than you. It's going to be different in regards of we've got the smoke screen season now, right? Yep, yep, CJ yep. Stroud keeps falling. Will Levis is rising. There's no way the Panthers don't take Bryce Young. There's potential trade juice as well. Harris Johnson is now maybe the guy people are trying to trade us for. And off tackle. Like that. So there's all kinds of stuff going on right now. We'll actually get to see it all play out. Um, Union Station, I believe, it is. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's where it'll happen. We're in the Yeah, yeah. People love Patrick Holmes here. I don't know if you can believe that or not. He's been out for a couple yeah, we've not been here for a long. Just wrote in and got in a couple hours. So we've not been to Union Station yet. We did drive past Arrowhead uh, Stadium and Coffin Stadium on the way in. Um, we also wrote in into some sports radio in. Love when the NFL court draft for my second Just the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. No big deal. Uh, but we're excited. Uh, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants a little bit, trying something new, some fancy fancy technology. Hopefully, it will work. Uh, but before we get into more nitty gritty of the draft, is it, we're good. We're good. Oh, okay, good. You gave me a, you gave me a look there, Stephen. I was worried. Uh, we're a college football podcast first and foremost, and what everybody's talking about is Coach Prime. He's cutting players yeah. like it. He's got to get him. Uh, there's part of me that like this is a Dion is very much a hot take generator, but I just don't have a super duper hot take. On, on him, like it's, it, it, he very much said when he came in that this is what was going to yeah. happen, and now we're seeing it play out right before us. Dion's a lot like the NFL. Just he wants, he's going to stay in the news cycle. Mm -hmm. Like Colorado is going to be a story, and they're going to be a lightning rod in a lot of different ways. But you're right, like transparency. You can't I mean, you can't, yeah, he's, yeah. He's transparent. What he's saying was going to happen is happening. Yep. So, and the rules allow this to happen. It's true. 
So he is just taking advantage of this rule where they've gotten rid of where you can only bring a certain amount of players in each each offseason. You can it's a free for all. Yep. For better or worse, and he's taking advantage of that. Now, what he's doing is he's he's sacrificing potential depth. Like they could go into a year where they could have legitimately 64, yeah. 65 scholarship players and they could be in a bind. But we've seen recently teams like Tennessee, Josh Heupel's first year had scholarship numbers. That was a worry. It didn't really have too much of an effect on them. So you could potentially get away with it, but it's just – it is jarring, I think, for me, just to see how it's playing out. Well, because it's two-thirds of their team. At bare minimum, they've gone right. into the portal. You're seeing them add more players. players. I think they've added almost 30 from the portal. They got two more former Florida State guys today. But it's funny because people scoff at Coach Prime, but I think if you were at Louisville – at U of L last year, they probably wanted Kenny Payne to get rid of two thirds of the roster and bring in yeah. new guys and have them sweat. Like that was kind of part yeah, of what they wanted, you know. We've seen this in basketball, right? Like right, like when Calipari got here, even in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, he had twenty four walk ons I mean, to kick off the team. That was a total <laughs> roster flip. I mean, that was one of the more crazier roster flips we've seen. But Colorado right now, for on three's database, has thirty one transfers. They've added. Uh, they're in on a few more. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to push 40, 40 transfer additions this offseason. It is just really, it's crazy. To sacrifice that depth when you're about to play a schedule that fig, uh, fig, uh, has 11 Power 5 opponents on there, it's just something we've never seen before. Um, but you got to give, I think, Dion, you have to, yeah. he's doing what he said he would do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why, he they his back. that's why they hired him. And yeah. we'll see if it all works out. But, yeah, it's just been, I mean, it's all anybody can talk about really right now. I mean, it's the draft and Dion Sanders at Colorado in this this crazy kind of roster turnover. I, and it's just, to me, it's crazy that it's happening now. I mean, I get it after the spring game, but it's almost like they just use those guys just so they can have a spring oh, practice. He told people to use this as your audition tape. And right. some of them did. Yeah. Some of them probably going to do. Well, yeah. Uh, to, to, to me, he used it because you can't get rid of all those guys in the fall because yeah, it's too late. you can't have spring practice. You won't have enough people to have a spring practice. Oh, that's true because you can't even bring in your high school recruits yeah. either. Yeah. And some of these, like Cavassier Smoke wasn't there in the spring. He's showing up in the summer. So they had a lot of transfers like that. So if you got rid of all these guys, you couldn't have practice. So, yeah, so yeah. that's almost what they used them just almost like glorified practice players here now. And then, <laughs> you know, crazy. it's like what the NFL does during, you know, camp during, mm -hmm. where they have guys that are there, they're just there for practice. And then they're, they're getting them out of there after that. So it's just something we've never seen before. And it's really, to me, it's just jarring seeing it kind of play out. Like, right, right. Like, wow, this man's really about to just bring in 55 new players and he's going to have a 65-man <laughs> roster in. Maybe have seven guys left over. And that, that culture in the locker room, um, I'm sure it will be great with all these newcomers and all these big personalities. And the thing with Dion is he's got a document. Like, they're going to have some Netflix documentary. Mm -hmm. He's got, like, his son has a YouTube channel. He had, he owns, like, a YouTube, like, Production media company. network. Yeah. Not, they're going to have something else on YouTube. So it's, I mean, it's a spectacle in every sense of the word. And we're seeing that play out. And... You know, they're going to have people watching. Their, like when they play TCU, three, four million people are probably going to watch that game. I mean, they're going to be the team, one of the teams to watch. Um, and that's, that's Coach Brown effect. Uh, the other story that we're kind of monitoring, apparently Alabama doesn't have a quarterback, and now they're willing to go get Notre Dame's old quarterback, uh, old Buckner. Is it Nate Buckner, Nick Buckner? Tim? Tyler Buckner. Tyler Buckner, who was – all right for Notre Dame last year. I don't know if you would categorize him as great, good, and different or the other, but he's officially visiting in Tuscaloosa. That was broke by on three's Pete Nakos and Matt Zenitz. And I was shocked by it because 
Uh, Jalen Milrow, he filled in nicely for two games last year for Bryce Young. And then Ty Simpson was another highly touted guy. Both of those were your potential guys that if one lost a job could enter the portal. Tommy Reese, offense coordinator from Notre Dame, comes down, and now he's potentially bringing in this guy. And we're having people write stories about, like, what Buckner could do for Alabama or any other team he goes to. So that's that's a fascinating transfer portal quarterback to follow because I don't think anybody was – like, he did fine, but Notre Dame, they, they blew that ball game, right, because Buckner couldn't – he was just—he's a fine quarterback. Three interceptions against South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, like, I think two or pick sixes, maybe. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, here's the here's the thing here. They're, the vibes aren't great around Alabama. Like, I, we're gonna dive into like what what happened in spring ball around that it affects Kentucky t- teams on Kentucky schedule. One of those teams is Alabama this year. Yep, yep. The vibes just aren't great around Jalen Milrow and Ty Simpson right now. Yeah. Tyler Buckner's another former. Top 100 recruit. They're going to throw him into the mix. He's got the connection with Tommy Reese, who was his offensive coordinator at Notre Dame. But you're right, Nick. They went out and got Sam Hartman because he's better than Tyler Buckner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so now that Alabama's maybe bringing him on to be their starting quarterback this year, it's it's just interesting. Like, is it <laughs> – you know, you is it, it, all, do we want with Bama? Do we want Bama? We've all talked about how <laughs> you will see the chinks in the armor with Saban before the end comes. Like you will yeah. see it coming. It makes you think: is it is it coming? But do you want to be the do you want to be the dumbass that gets out there and says it's <laughs> over, and then watch him just kick everybody's ass again? Yeah, that, that is really the. Well, we did we did that forever with Belichick here. and Brady. Yeah. but he's got the number one overall quarterback in the NFL draft. Will Anderson is he? You know, there there's scuttlebutt. Will he? Be the Cardinals' choice at number three. Yeah, will be number two. But you could you could have Alabama players go one two right. in the draft, and yeah. they weren't even in the playoff this year. So like, if, if you're talking about chinks in the armor, well, proof positive right there. Right. And Will Anderson's a guy who's surprisingly fallen. Like he could fall to like four, five, six. Which if you just which is crazy. So like, we're going to get into it. I, I do want to remind folks uh, we're going to be getting your questions on the YouTube channel. If you aren't subscribed to KSR on YouTube, we got tons of fun stuff coming. Like the next two weeks, so much between the NFL draft, the Kentucky Derby. Uh, it's crossing both worlds, but it's like uh, the perfect Venn diagram for Nick Roush right here. It's just, a, it's just a big circle of my kind of content. We're gonna have plenty of it coming out. Get in the YouTube chat. We'll answer some questions here in a moment. But uh, it's fascinating to me because when you listen to all that we've listened to, like like we're, we're, we're taking in podcasts, videos, just you name it. There's a NFL draft community and then there's this college football community. And that Venn diagram needs to somewhere how intersect. And there's so much separation sometimes and I don't understand it with Will Anderson. Because I get where maybe if, if it's a scheme fit and you, you run a 3-4 and or you run a 4-3, excuse me, and Tyree Wilson just fits that a little yeah, bit better. I think that's what's going to play out. Like, like that Texas. would maybe make sense. But Will Anderson, from a reduction standpoint, the dude had, what, uh, uh, 100 tackles for a loss two years ago? Yeah. It was he, uh, Josh Pascal was second in the SEC in tackles for a loss. He had 15, and Will Anderson doubled it. Like, it was astounding. He has the record, single season record. It's not even close. So, like, at some point, like, I, I, that, that's where – 
and I know we're kind of splitting hairs over a spot or two, but it is, if you would have told me a year ago that Will Anderson would be sliding, I would have slapped you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 31 tackles for loss, 17 and a half sacks as a true sophomore, 2021. He should have won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, <laughs> he had a Heisman Trophy season as an edge player. And then 17 tackles for loss, 10 sacks last year. The thing with me, like, as a true freshman on the national championship team, he came in right away and was one of their better defensive players. So he's done it for three years now at – a place where it's you know it's hard to get on the field and that position is not an easy position to play physically it's taxing oh come yeah right out of yeah. high school there's technique you need to be able to Ooh. have to beat bigger stronger offensive mm -hmm. linemen to be able to hold edges to be able to play in space a little bit it's not and, and, and on top of that there's scheme stuff that like brad white talks about it a lot like from a they, they, you're, you have a lot of responsibilities because you're in between the trenches and playing in space. Yeah. It's just not an easy position to play. He's been able to do it at a high level. Um, you, everything that you hear about him, high character, high motor, mm -hmm. just gets after it on yeah, a daily yeah. basis. But I think what's playing out here a little bit is the Texans are going to run the 49ers defense, which was a four down front, yep, which yep. they want a lot of size, a lot of length. And if they don't take a quarterback at two, then the pick's probably going to be Tyree Wilson, who's got length and traits out the wazoo. And so if that happens, then you get in the quarterback situation, right? If the Cardinals trade back, someone trades up at three, maybe someone trades up at four, and then you're looking at a situation, maybe maybe someone like Paris Johnson potentially or Jalen Carter before Will Anderson, then you could see a, a scenario where he drops six or seven, and we're all just sitting there like, how is the, you know, he, I mean, my big board, he was, the, I think he's the number one prospect in this class. And so how do you let the number one player in the draft fall? But I think because of these little things adding up, I think you could definitely see it happen. And I think to Luckett's point, the, what you're going to hear when you watch the broadcast tomorrow night is that the draft starts at number two. Yes. Which, that happens a lot, but the Houston Texans are a wild card. Not only the new coach factor, uh, and D'Amico Rhines, who dealt with a high-drafted quarterback in Trey Lance that didn't pan out, right? The 49ers gave up a lot to go get him, and they haven't really seen anything from it. But then you've got a GM in Nick Casario that, I mean, he picked Stingley over Sauce Gardner last year, the mm -hmm. defensive rookie of the year, you know? So it didn't really, like... He picked an offensive guard at number 15. Yeah, which you can pick an offensive guard whenever. So they're a wild card, and that's where you're getting a lot of uncertainty in, like, the betting markets, right? Yeah. Where there was some potential smoke that a team might trade up to get Will Levis there, right? Like that they might think that they can move back. So uh, that's why you mentioned it off the top bucket. It's going to be fun being in there because we're not going to know what the hell's going on. Y'all are going to be on TV. You're going to be more plugged in than us. We're going to try to get service on our phones, but we're just going to be sitting back with all the crazy fans. I had videos of the last ref I was at when the Raiders picked Cleveland Farrell and nobody yeah. knew who that guy was. Uh, it, it, that's just the reality we're going to be living in. It's going to be fascinating to watch play out in real time. Yeah, and you mentioned the draft started. It starts at number two because Bryce Young is going to Carolina. Yeah. Um, I think Carolina, had, I think they did this right. This, you know, I could be, you know, we could all could be wrong, but Bryce Young just seems like the guy in this class. If you need a quarterback, that's who you should take first. Yep. So that's why it starts at number two, and Houston's a wild card like you mentioned. And then after that, Arizona owns the number three pick, Nick. They don't need a quarterback. And so they are pretty much begging teams, like, we're open for business, come get yep. this pick. And so who trades up? And to me, who is the team we're not talking about that ends up with the quarterback? Is it the Seahawks at five if C.J. Stroud falls to them? 
Is it the Falcons have been really quiet? Do they maybe trade up and try to get their guy? That one would make a lot of sense. No offense to your Tiger Tech on Desmond Ritter, but I just don't. I don't see it with that guy. Yeah, and they have a lot of skill talent there. With uh, they drafted Drake London last year. They got Kyle Pitts. So like, just get Good somebody to give him the ball. Yeah. yeah. And so you look at them with the Patriots. You know, what do they? What do they want to do? They want a quarterback. The Minnesota Vikings have been talked about as a potential partner with Levis. That's a big trade up for in the twenties. The Tennessee Titans are out there. I mean, that, the okay. Titans are a mess. Like they need to. You know, where are they? They're in. Absolute no man's land yep. you could ever be in right now as a franchise. So where do they go? Like who is the team we're maybe not thinking about that makes the move to go get a Levis, a Stroud, and Anthony Richardson? And that's really gonna it'd be the fascinating part. And to me, like one of these guys is dropping. Yeah. Like I just think it's gonna happen. You hear people, you know, I've talked about this. I just don't the Richardson stuff I just don't get a lot. You know, I know you his highlights are terrifying. You can pick out any how you know he's got a hand. If you if this was about picking out eight plays, he's up there with anybody in this draft. But when you turn on the tape, he's limited sample size as a starter, and it's just not good. You worry and, about the one-year starters, the Mark Sanchez's of the world. Did, why the, didn't he start for Dan Mullen? I don't know why no one's asking. I don't yeah. know why I feel like I'm. Was Emory Jones that much better than? I don't feel. Anthony I feel like Richardson? I'm the only one asking this. Like, why isn't that happen? Why yeah. did that happen? And you hear Tom McShay talk about where he just. Him and Chris Morton should have said they can't find the teams that would that are high on. There's not a lot of teams that are linked directly. So. Yeah. So, so what? Like I could see a fall for him. Yeah. And then I could see even see a scenario where maybe a team like Hinton Hooker a little more if you get into the late teens. Well, early because 20s. it's easy for idiots like us yeah. to watch his combine and just be like, oh, we got to put it. He's better than Will Levis, and you yeah. know you have those reactionary takes from again. You see the highlights. Like if you see some of his clips and it's why in 2021 Nick like he became like he was college football in September in 2021 mm-hmm. it was all about oh, they need to uh, let, or Mullen needs to play Richard look at this guy but it's another big 15 it's, wearing it's like, that Florida jersey the next cam it's like Cam Newton Tim Tebow uh hybrid but put together uh, but then he went one six the, games he's wearing the Florida. number 15 jersey at Florida and it just it just never happened it was never together then when he got a chance to start he's doing backflips in the hotel and gets hurt before the South Carolina game there's just I, 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 I don't get it I think and I could be we get play out could definitely be the guy that drops but I think with Levis the thing with Levis just he's got the higher floor and he he's a guy that you, the NFL teams just love man. yeah like he, smart intellectually smart. Uh, hard worker, uh, tough, play through injury, rocket arm. Yeah. And it probably played multiple teams, can, multiple offenses. Can, it has some run game value, protocol, typical size, mm-hmm. strength, all that. I just think he's going to be a guy. You're, gonna, you're probably going to see him go top five, top six, top seven, and he'll he's going to be get a chance to be a starter early in his career. Boykin, I got to ask you the serve pro question. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to clean up a mess, so we're going to call our friends at Serve Pro of, of Lexington. Mold remediation, fire, water damage, whatever problems you got, they'll clean it up. We had problems. We called Serve Pro of Lexington. They were there in a jiffy. They're there they're open 24 hours a day. You can give them a call. Um, I, as a kid, we had a, a basement leak overnight. I woke up and there was water coming through the, eye, uh, the, the light bulb sockets. <laughs> it would have been great to have Serve Pro of Lexington around for that. Uh, like I said, 24-hour emergency service. Uh, they cleaned up KS office. They can clean up your office, your home. They even do construction work. So give them a call, 859-225-3193, or visit them online at servprolexingtonky.com, servpro. 
of Lexington, faster to any disaster, SurfPro. My SurfPro question for you. Worst case scenario for the Levis. We're gonna do best case. I like to get the bad news out first, but worst case scenario yeah. for Will Levis in the green room Thursday night in Kansas City. I, I draw a line in the sand at Tennessee Titans at 11. If he falls there, I don't, I don't think they're passing on him. And le as long as they don't trade up to go get mm -hmm. Stroud. Okay. I think um, that, is, that is the worst case scenario is um, Drew Franklin buying a Will Levis Tennessee Titans jersey. All right, counterpoint. Las Vegas. Las Vegas is a great place to live, a horrible place to play quarterback. Uh, just ask anybody who's been head coach by Josh McDaniels. That just that 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 it just feels like a just a. For Will, a lot of his success is going to be dependent on fit, and man, I, I, I'm. Ooh, I, I feel like that's a sinking ship out there with Josh McDaniels. Like they can't afford to fire him. Like I, I, I just very much worry about. Uh, the fit in Las Vegas. It would be a lot of fun to live in Vegas. Yeah. You know, no, no offense to Nashville or any of the other places, um, but I just I cannot see that going well. Uh, and then you get the Jimmy G. It just, yeah, yeah. It just stinks. Just here's here's my thought process with the Raiders. Josh, when's the last time McDaniel's had to develop a quarterback? I mean, he's had Brady. You know, Denver didn't go didn't go well. So they go out and they they had Derek Carr last year. Go outside Jimmy G. Multi-year deal, got Devontae Adams on a on a big deal. I mean, that's the one positive is you have Devontae Adams. You have a roster full of defensive holes that needs to be filled. To me, I think for the Raiders, it's like, all right, we've committed to McDaniel's, we got him as quarterback. Now we need to we need to build the rest of the roster and try to put up together a winning team and try to win with this group. I think that that's what happened when they signed Jimmy. They committed to that, and I think for them, I think a lot of it was they wanted. Try to get Bryce Young. They were probably in the mix of teams that traded up. Panthers won that battle. Mm -hmm. So I think for them, sign Jimmy G, you're moving on to what's next. I think what's next for them is finding defensive help. I don't think they're going to be in the quarterback market. I think they're going to hold steady at seven, and then I think they're going to take whoever is the top defensive player on their board right there. I, I, I don't think they'll be a factor here in the quarterback. I think it would be kind of irresponsible for them just well, because of how they've spent money, but that is well, financially it's irresponsible. The it's the right. Raiders. It's the Raiders. I just I don't trust them. Don't want Will Levis to end up there. If we're talking best case scenarios, um, I obviously have some financial incentives for Monday's Reddit uh, rush to bet number one <laughs> overall. For that upset shocker to happen, it would be outstanding for the program. But let's take that off the board because mm -hmm. that's, like we said, Bryce Young's going to go number one. Best case scenario for you, Adam Muckett, where does Will Levis end up in a place to succeed? Preferably a high pick. Yeah. Because here's the other thing we can fact, like the fun part about this game is we don't have to just look at the board. There's a ton of teams that can move up. Yeah. To me, it's the two fits that stand out the most for me. One is picking high in the draft. One is picking low. Um, number one, I think I like the Vikings fit for him. There's just a lot of things adding up there. Uh, familiar scheme. Coach who had, they, they had share working relationships. Mm -hmm. Cohen, with, Cohen with Levis. Cohen with Kevin O'Connell. Cohen with the OC in Minnesota. And also Kentucky's old quality control coach, Greg Minuski, is the linebackers coach in Minnesota. People forget that. So that, there's a lot of ties there, I think, for him in Minnesota. You look at Minnesota, they – 
are in a winnable division in the foreseeable future. Now that Aaron Rodgers is out of there, there's no real star quarterbacks in that division. Oh, tell, tell that to Bears fans. <laughs> so there, that, that is an opportunity. The wide receiver one is locked in. They have a legit tier A wide receiver target that he, you can build an offense around and you can run, run through it. They've got a good offensive line as of right, or a solid offensive line as of right now. I just, and they're a team like, that's ready to win. I think that would be a good spot for Levis. Um, and you look at scheme, like doing that McVay wide zone play action, moving the launch point offense, that would be something for him. And he could sit behind Kirk Cousins for a year and kind of get acclimated to the NFL. And the second one, I think, is Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. Just because they need a quarterback. We've heard they've liked Levis for a long time. You look at Shane Steichen, their new head coach, he, you could have the quarterback offensive play calling head coach relationship that's worked well at a lot of other places in the NFL. Steichen did good things with Herbert in San Diego or Los Angeles his rookie year. And then what he did in Philly I thought was really, really good. Um, so I, you would like it. You would like that there. That's a tougher division with Trevor Lawrence there. Um, but Houston's rebuilding. Tennessee's I mean Patrick re- Mahomes, but or no, sorry, yeah. AFC South. South. But, yeah, tra- but yeah. Houston's rebuilding. Tennessee's rebuilding. You hit on Levis. Colts could be in good shape if they could get that line. It could fit. be for a wild card pretty quickly. That line, the tar- the receiver targets there are not promising. Um, but you got Jonathan Taylor, and you could have a strong run game, play action. I think that could be those. That could be a good spot for Levis. So those are the two spots I'm watching: Tennessee and Minnesota. I uh, initially predicted Indianapolis last week, but or Indianapolis, Minnesota. When I when we started getting rumblings of uh, potentially Minnesota moving up, I just I love love the thought of watching Will Levis just throw it up to Justin Jefferson. When in doubt, get it to Justin Jefferson, and we've seen Levis succeed with Wondell Robinson. Like you got a dude, get him the football, he'll do it, mm-hmm. no problem. He did it, uh, what, 104 times with one now? Yeah. Broke a ton of records. He could do the same with Justin Jefferson. Um, he'd look good in purple. I, don't ha- I would like to own a purple jersey in my NFL jersey collection. So uh, I- I'm all for it, for them moving up. It would be a big move. I don't know what they'd have to give up. Um, I also, there's a lot of Green Bay Packers fans in the state of Kentucky. And um, I'd like for Will Loves to torment you. I'm looking at you, TJ Walker. Look at you, Terry Miners. Just ruin, wreck your relationships. Zadarius Smith and Will Levis on the same team. The Purple People Eaters are back. And to get winning back to a losing franchise, for Kirk Cousins to set the table, you have a guy who just throws checkdowns over and over again, and then you finally get a dude with a big arm who can let it rip to Justin Jefferson deep, who doesn't throw it four yards on fourth and eight in the playoff game. Like, <laughs> This is your guy. This is your golden goose to get to the Super Bowl. I would, I would love it because that, it's just, it feels like the, the table is set. It's the ideal scenario for Levis to come in and succeed right away. You looked at that Levis-Robinson connection, 146 targets for Wandell that year on 353 Levis passes. I mean, literally, <laughs> nearly over 40% of his passes were going oh, to number man. one. So, yeah, he's been in a target-heavy or target-monster offense with one clear – dynamite receiver to force feed the football too. So, and I think Levis, the question is a lot with him, progression, mm-hmm. full field reads, um, going through, you know, really reacting what the defense gives you. It might be easier if you just go. Like that. <laughs> yeah, just throw it up to that guy. <laughs> yeah, just well, where, well, I'm trying, what, number 18, I think that's Jefferson's number. Just throw it up to 18. And so that, I think that could maybe be an easier transition for him. Okay. So, yeah, Minnesota, I think, is a really – Interesting, good potential fit. Well, the, the Cardinals are desperate to trade out of three, but does Minnesota have enough? That that and that's 
that's the well, they, they do just going to take a lot. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of draft capital they're going to have to give up. But the thing with Minnesota, they're, they're consistently in salary cap hell. So, like, they probably not – they're probably okay with giving up some draft capital because then it means less guys they have to, you know, pay. Yeah. But, but per se, but it's it, it's all it's it's fun and it's a lot of what if scenarios right now. We're we're almost there. We're just uh, over 24 hours away, actually, uh, t- just over 24 hours away from Roger Goodell getting up to the podium and getting food with by just thousands. And I'm like, well, it's it's a rain of booze unlike anything because you usually go to a stadium and there's some people that aren't booing. Yeah. Everybody boos Roger Goodell. It's yeah. great. It's yeah. it's so much fun. He, he embraces it too. Uh, I, I can't fun. wait. Um, further down the draft, we've been so transfixed on Will Levis. You got a round one steal for us. Who's one of those guys that? You're, you're just, man, if this guy sneaks up into there, he could end up being a, a star uh, as, as a rookie. Any, any rookie right away? Yeah, like Jackson Smith and Jigba is intriguing. You know, he's kind of emerged as the wide receiver one in this draft, I think rightfully, because he was the best. He just didn't play last year. Yeah, similar to uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah, it's sounding like he won't get past the Packers, who now have the 13th pick. Which, oh my gosh, if they trade Rodgers and then get a receiver in the first round. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Emmanuel Forbes, Nick, is a guy that, you know, there's some questions because he's 160 pounds. I mean, he's a little cornerback. But now we're seeing so many little receivers, it might not matter. Mm -hmm. He's a guy that I could definitely see being, like, pushing maybe top 15 pick. I think if he's there for the Bengals at 28, I think it's going to be very, very hard for them to pass on him. Which we got to ask, who are they going to get? Is, yeah, it, is, think, it, is Michael Mayer going to be around? Are we going to keep him? Are we bringing the cuff calf guy back I think that's home? definitely on the table. I think what's going to end up happening, it'll be, if I had to bet, I, I think it's going to be one of Forbes or Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid, the tight end in Utah. Will Kincaid slide that far? I think so. I think because of the tight end depth here, you're going to see, well, one, you're going to see a run on quarterbacks early. You're going to see a run on tackles. You're going to see a run on um, pass rushers. Uh, that's going to play it in. A lot of franchises think they, they're going to be able to get a tight end in the second or third round, so mm-hmm. they're going to be patient on these tight ends, and I think you could potentially see them. I think the Cowboys are a big one. I think they have two picks ahead of the Bengals. They could be in the market for a tight end. The Jaguars could be in the market for a tight end, and they're all ahead of the Bengals, so those are two to watch, I think. Yeah, but game. why do the Cowboys need a tight end when they can just get Jason Witten out of retirement? <laughs> That's true. I, that love, true. Uh, I love some of our friends in the chat here that are just – Hating, just absolutely hating on the Colts organization. Really not fans of Chris Ballard and everything he's done. Rookie head coach would be an absolute disaster. Um, but the Colts, as Adam said, the Colts have a history developing young quarterbacks. That would be exceptional. Um, if Levix gets drafted by the Colts, we just can't be friends anymore. <laughs> but it would keep him in the blue and white. It'd be an easy trip. Um, as much as we've been up to Indy for the combat, never actually been inside Lucas Oil Stadium. Never been inside? Yeah, never been inside because I uh, was working games but not at the games for the NCAA tournament too. So would give me an excuse to make a trip on Sunday. There you Usually that's when you rest. Maybe take the boys up there. Um, I like horses too, so there we go. Uh, Colts. You, you can go show them the 18-foot Peyton Manning statue. <laughs> uh, any chance Jane Car- Carter falls all the oh, way yeah. to Bears? I'm glad you picked that one. I definitely think that's on the table. Yeah. I mean, and then if that happened, like um, Ryan Paul's GM will be the big winner of this draft. Like he got one of their biggest needs addressed at nine, and he got multiple picks and DJ Moore back. I think that 
it's definitely on the table. I think the Seahawks kind of smell like the team potential for Jalen Carter. They're five. If they don't, if Stroud doesn't, if unless Stroud's there, they want to pull the trigger on him. Feels like a culture kind of fit too. We're just getting a dude in the interior of the defensive line uh, of the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also a Bears pick. Like right. Like let's get <laughs> let's get a three technique here in the top ten. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, I didn't mention my steal earlier, too. I'm just buying all the Jack Campbell stocks. I'm actually just – yeah. I know it's probably because we've had to cover them two years in a row at bowl games, but the Iowa guys, like Amal Porter, is probably going to be good in the second or third round. So if your team needs a tight end and it's farther down, he's going to be a quality pro. Um, same can be said for uh, the guy that – Wandell Robinson. He did – his ankles are checked. Medical checked him out. His ankles are good to go. But Rally Moss was a stud. But Jack Campbell is going to get 100 tackles yeah. every year in the NFL. He stays healthy. That, I couldn't believe his RAS score. Yeah. It's through the roof, yeah. just his athleticism. Yes, I'm judging white middle linebacker for not being a good athlete. He really is an absolute freak. Absolute yeah. I freak. mean, we're going to see – you're going to see Laporta go off second round. You're going to see Campbell go second round. Riley Moss, third or fourth. Uh, Lucas Van Ness, probably top 15 pick. They had good football players. Yeah, yeah. Um, to uh, me, like, biggest, one of the biggest things, Nick, is after quarterback is where B. John Rob- Robinson ends up. I had him as a top five player in this draft. Everybody, I think, has him top five, top ten. But it's but, a running back. It's a running back. So who, <laughs> who's going to spend the, the draft capital on him? And he's a – Fascinating one to watch. You know, if he gets to Dallas at, I think, 26, Jerry Jones is going oh. to sprint to get that car turned in. Well, didn't Pollard get – did he go somewhere? He got signed by somebody, didn't he? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You guys, I'm going to have to switch this out to the ear. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 
They can still hear you. Okay. Okay. Just can't see. Okay. Still don't. Like, it's gonna be. There's something that would make you feel important. He's gonna be like the most sound in the head. Where they have not had to do a lot of testing. Testing is unknown. He's there. He's happy. When Terry Malcolm, you know, he's really out. Sophomore year was not very good. He's got one four-year tape, but he played in this team that wasn't necessarily the best. If you draft Terry Malcolm, you're drafting him for man cover potential. Now, the reason I got the Terry is it's pretty, or like, it's a really great shot to get drafted because, like, when he's six at a round, they really need you're drafting a lot of players, right? Let's say a flyer on the guy. Let's see if he can turn into something. I think Carrington's going to be interesting for me in that group. Which I think the last one you just alluded to, it's kind of like he's just I think he, he's another guy that be a fit for certain teams. But that fit could do something to all the ones that spit that they could pick on. But at the same time, I don't know if he might rather wait and get it on because they, they're always going to draft and really spend it on the gap of the upside. Mm-hmm. Usually upside, when they're looking at those threats, who's going to turn into something, who's going to be a little bit younger. Um, so for Peter Smith, I can maybe see him coming in the seventh round. Um, but the reason I will probably not have him there is because just he's not. He's not for God. 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 He's Texas versus Carolina. No, I'm talking like uh, cuts of meat. Yeah, I mean, brisket's up there for me. Obviously, them ribs, I would say. Those were never the top. See, my thing is, like, I feel like ribs is very much a uh, treat yourself. 
Like, yes. it's just a very it's special occasion. That's what you're getting all the time. Right, yeah. right. Because if you get, I, I, first off, you're never getting a half rack of ribs. It's a full rack. Um, but that was very much the, that was the Roush birthday celebration. Just going to the TXRH and getting a, a full rack of ribs. So that was, that was fine dining. Yeah, and which, making a mess. Oh, yeah. a huge mess, which um, I also informed uh, one of Oklahoma's finest here, the origin story of how Oklahoma got its name today. And boy, did I feel intelligent. Oh, it was enlightening yeah. folks. But you know, we'll save that for another time. That's a secret for another another day. Um, well, I get, I'm it was very to... much a dad story. Like, <laughs> you know what? It got its name, son. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go exploring uh, around these parts here. Um, like it, we had a, we never even talked about Colin Ford, did we? No, we got a few people in the chat. I was going to bring that up. Have we even, I don't know if we've even discussed Because it happened not. over the weekend. I guess he entered the portal. We talked about him once he entered the yeah. portal. And it was one of those like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Like yeah. UK's got. The, Writing was on the wall. Yeah, yeah. So we at least do that. But I was thinking about this uh, earlier today, like it. Like they're kind of at a point now where you're playing a little bit of a balancing act. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's only, uh, we had Tomiwa uh, out enter the portal today. Yeah. And so you have two now availabilities? Two, three, two? It's, they have three open scholarships now. I believe they're down to 82 scholarships. But you're, you're, so you're wanting best available, but you also don't want to take off too many people where they go into the portal as well. Uh, but at least in Ford's case, I like the versatility that there was a point where I thought if Marcus Cox gets hurt, like, you're screwed. You're, back, you're right back to square one. But at least Ford's ability to play left, like if all hell breaks loose, Cox does get hurt, you need to play Ford at left. You've got two other guys in Plax and Buford who played it right. There's something there. You've got some decent depth at guard. Like, so not only do I feel like he's a guy who can be an above average uh, pass protector at right tackle, if things go wrong at left, you've got a guy there uh, ready and waiting. Yeah, I think you've hit a lot of that is the multi-positional potential. Mm-hmm. And then multi-years eligibility is big here. You know? yeah. It's no secret that recruiting tackles has been an issue out of high school. Yep. And so he gives you multi-year insurance potentially. I think the thing with Cortland Ford, I look at this year's, just the structure of this year's roster, it's all about, I mean, we've talked about this, all about protecting Devin Leary, keeping him yep. upright. Yep. I think Ford has some pass pro tools that are intriguing. And so if you can develop those a little bit, he can, I think, be a nice answer at tackle along with Marcus Cox. To give you some good pass protection, I think in the run game, I have maybe some more doubts. I'm going to have to see it a little bit more with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like with this whole offensive line. Yeah, every, every person I mean, on there has a, some questions. And so, you know, I think it's more – to me it's more sign. Like, Kentucky's going to be a little pass heavy this year. Just get ready for it. And But I think he raises the floor of just the group in general. And I think he raises the floor and the ceiling because he's established, experienced player. Uh, I think he's going to – Stylistically fit what they want to do as being, to me, as kind of a pass pro first offensive tackle at this point. And I do love the positional flexibility. If something happens to Marcus Cox, he can play left tackle. So you have, you know, built-in answers in case something bad happens. And I think that's good for this team. And I think now, like, you can say it's bad depth, but they do have some depth. Like, Jeremy Flax, Deion Buford have played games. Yeah, you feel you're worried about them as starters, but if you use them in a pinch for a game or two, you don't feel so bad about it. If something happened to one of the starting three interior, you could feel good about sliding maybe Eli Cox to center if you had to and playing Tanner Bowles either at left guard or right guard. So I think they have built-in options, and I think, you know, we've talked about the rotation. I think we can maybe see 
some of that mm-hmm. potentially this year uh, down the road. I think for now it's all about getting your five together right, and, right, getting getting them, right. getting them working in unison. Uh, but I do think, to me, for Kentucky, they, they targeted him early and they went after him with aggression and they wrapped it up quickly. And it was just like, Everybody breathe. All right, we got it. We got our two tackles in the portal. Yeah. Everybody knew we had to get those were, got them. <laughs> this is who we're rolling with, and we're fixing our biggest problem right I mean, now. And if you think big picture was, as the season ended, you said you need to get a quarterback in the portal. They got the best one out there. You need to get new offensive tackles. They got a dude from USC with a dozen starts in three years playing as a true freshman, and they went and got a guy who's played, what, 40 games as a starter in the MAC. Ton of experience. Yeah, thirty something. Yeah, like pretty good. Right? They wouldn't got a thousand yard rusher from the SEC. You know, so like all in all, when you evaluate the transfer portal hall as a whole, it's hard to have a ton of criticisms for them. Could they use another off ball linebacker? Sure. Will they be able to find one? It might not be there. Could they use a kicker? Right? Like it, it, it might not be there. And so you just kind of got to roll the dice. The twenty two starters are set. Yeah. Like I don't. It doesn't seem like they're really in the market for CB2, and that's the only position to me that's up for grabs. Like quarterback two. Everything else is set, locked in, ready to roll. Like they know who their their starting lineup is. Everything else is all about depth. You know, do we really want to enter where we are at with the linebacker three situation? You know, and they fix they. They've gotten the answers on the offensive line. Now let's roll. Now you got to play. Now you got to coach them up. Yep. Now you got to execute. But you went out and got the guys. You know, we know where they're at at receiver. Know where they're at at tight end. We know where they're at at quarterback. Could you get a backup quarterback? That would be nice. There's two names that entered yesterday. Logan Smothers from Nebraska. He's going to be a grad transfer, multi years of eligibility left. And then Brady Allen was a four star quarterback um, from Indiana. Went to Purdue for a year. Put up monster numbers as senior in Indiana. On three had him as a top 50 prospect. Like to me, those are guys you got to look at because you can you have you don't have a starting spot now, but you do next year. And they, they're not having them on the roster ain't stopping you from going and getting a quarterback in the portal after the season's over. So I just think that's an option you sh- they should look at. I think they should look at, but you know you never know what those kids are kind of looking for. Because we really don't know what going next about quarterbacks. Yeah. Quarterbacks on the roster. Sure. So if you're going to have to play, you know, play that out a little bit. I don't think they're done in the portal. I think we're going to see a couple more additions. But if you're asking for targets, you're looking. Back there, and we're just throwing them on the yeah, show. Yeah, we can dig in, and you know. Oh, he's digging in. We can look, but we don't. We don't know. Uh, While well, you were reading John Lemon tweets, uh, <laughs> what was another guy? Uh, Why can't I think? He's of that got guy? the the kind of. Tucker Carlson? Tucker Carlson, yeah. yeah. While you were reading those tweets, he was diving into the transfer portal targets. So, yeah, I mean, what, what else? I mean, good. Christ's sake, it ain't. What else? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think that, like, there's options out there that are starting to emerge a little bit. I don't think that they're done. You think they're done. Because why not? I mean, they have yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a take off the doors off a couple years ago. Maybe they just take a swing on this. Yeah. Well, we need to take uh, a trip to the old barbecue place and fill up our bellies. It was a uh, kind of a long ride. I mean, it's Missouri. But uh, we've got plenty of NFL draft content coming. Luckett is he's going to predict where all 32 players are picked tomorrow correctly. So if you want to know what's going to happen in the NFL draft beforehand, where are you going to find that, Luckett? KSRplus.com.
join us now if you haven't already. Ten bucks until August. I still believe that that, uh, that deal is. Yeah, uh, it's it's great. You should get on it now. What are you waiting? <laughs> Seriously. And well, well, not even just for that. You should join just for our live thread of our trip to KC. Oh yeah, it's going to get ridiculous. Hoping Nick doesn't run into a Ryan Walters. Well, you would only know that. about that first situation if you were on here for a combine. Yeah, exactly. So this is why you got the ins and outs of these trips. <laughs> it's the behind the scenes stuff. That's why you got to join. And stay tuned for all the cool stuff Steven's going to have uh, yeah. for our YouTube channel. Yeah, we're really excited. So appreciate you all hanging out with us tonight. Appreciate Monticello Bank for helping us get here. And uh, until tomorrow, go Cats and uh, go Kroger. Okay, so my Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.